0: All right, so today on the podcast we have Coach Larry Thompson. He is the head football coach at Parkersburg Catholic, and I know you really love this conversation. He talks about being on Anthony Bourdain's show, Parts Unknown, and his experience with that. And I just know you'll you'll love our our conversation about that and football, and philosophy, and becoming a head coach at a young age. All right, all right, so today on the podcast, we have Coach Larry Thompson. Coach, welcome to the Modern Football Coach Podcast.
1: Yes, sir, man, I appreciate you having me, Coach Davis, man. That's uh,
0: so we were talking right before we we started recording. You were on Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain. Co- Coach, you got to tell us about that. That is too cool.
1: Well, um, long story short, you know, a local, um, you know, growing film agency, um, JJ Bolton Media, guy named JD Beltray's from Pampa area. You know he was doing some local film work, and I guess a third party company reached out to him, you know, and said that Anthony Bourdain wanted to come down and you know kind of try and shoot an episode of Parts Unknown there in the southern part of the state. And he asked me if you know if we could be a feature in the show, and you know obviously I didn't turn him down. So uh, you know, so that day, man, that Friday, um, it was homecoming. So you already know how homecoming week is. You know you have. Mm week full of things that have nothing to do with football, you know, it, it's, uh, it's frustrating but it's a fun time, so that Friday um, at MSNBC, you know, they were at Mountain View High School at 7 a.m. sharp, um, trucks, vans, you know, about 45 people deep. Um, Jeez putting, Wiz, putting, yeah. putting Yeah, microphones and doing, doing makeup and, you know, the whole nine, it was, uh, it was awesome. They followed us around, well, followed me around pretty much all day, um, followed a couple kids around and you know, we got some shots in, and, you know, they, they kind of asked us if they could be a part of our pregame meal, and they wanted to be Anthony Bourdain kind of sitting there with me and the kids and one of the coaches. And, I uh, you know, it was really awesome to see him in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, I guess, a, a familiar light, you know, for him to sit right next to us and just be, you know, face-to-face, man-to-man, just kind of asking us questions and asking the kids and the boys, you know, about their goals. You know, it was it was pretty awesome and surreal. And uh, leading up to the, the game, though, man, he was, he was hype. He was into it. He was excited. Um, but like I said in that episode, man, we were playing Summers County, and that year Summers County they were loaded, dude. Oh my gosh, um, you know Nate Tanner was on that staff, Coach Smith was on that staff. Um, you know they 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 were loaded. They had Matt Ryan, and uh, I never forget uh, Andrew Richmond, man. They had a really really big tight end and DN, but they had some some guys on that team, some dudes. But long story short, man, one to the fourth quarter, we were losing, I believe, by like four or five points. Um, you know, and they made the, the the film or the show kind of build up to it. But long story short, we uh, we called a play. You know, quarterback, senior quarterback threw it to my receiver in the slot. He broke a tackle and and walked in. And I promise you, that was one of the greatest feelings as a coach because that was you know we were still in the rebuilding phase in Mountain View. So for us to to have you know such such a spotlight on us in that type of game with it being homecoming and we got the win, it was it was one of the best best feelings as a coach in my, in my career so far so
0: that is so cool and you said like it wasn't uh, staged
1: no, like, was, like, like, yeah yeah so like when you watch the when you watch the episode you know and you watch the football scene of it uh it makes it seem as if like the game was literally you know set up we were losing by i think twenty twenty eight 28 at halftime it was 28 to 0 you know and yeah we went on like a 32-0 run and you know we we went touchdown for touchdown in the fourth quarter, and we ended up pulling it out in the end. So it was, it was epic. You know, it was, it was epic.
0: That is so cool. Coach, you have a, a really interesting career as well. You, like, started coaching right out of college. And please go into that and tell the listeners about that because it's really, really interesting.
1: Well, um, uh, like I said, I grew up in a military family. You know, at the time, I absolutely hated it. You know, I moved around school to school. Um, I got to high school. Well, I actually started my high school career here in Louisiana. Um, I went to two different schools down here. And um, after Katrina, um, you know, thankfully it didn't really affect us directly. You know, while my parents, they retired from the military, we moved back up north. And I graduated from Massaponics High School in uh, Northern Virginia Mm -hmm. um, with uh, coach, Eric Ludden and, you know, prominent program. You know, I went in, you know, excited because I knew I was gonna learn the game at a high level, you know, coming from Louisiana, you expect, you know, to kind of go to a program similar to what you came from, and You know, I, I, that exceeded my expectations. You know, Mastatonix, year in and year out, is, you know, bar none of the best in the state. But long uh, story short, um, I ended up at Concord University. Um, I, was, I was playing community college basketball, man, and I met Coach Steve Cox. Um, and he invited me and two friends, I promise you, out to, a, to an open tryout, you know. And me knowing in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm not a college basketball player. Um, but you know I've never been to West Virginia. Let's go visit. Uh, we end up in Concord. You know, we show up to the little auxiliary gym, man. It's funny, Coach. I have to tell you this quick. I walk in and, you know, it's me and my two friends. You know, we're from, you know, kind of pretty much the city, the northern part of the state of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walk in and, you know, Damien Tunstall, Eric Bailey, Corey Willard, you know, these legends of the state, you know, mm-hmm. were, were in there. And he was like, yeah man, we're going to have you guys scrimmage them. And, you know, within 30 seconds, I was like, Coach, listen, I appreciate you bringing me here, but those two were the real basketball players, man. I'm just, you know, here for the ride. And I ended up liking the campus, coming, went to school there, um, ended up having an opportunity to walk on the football team, um, play for Garen Justice, Coach John Pennington. Obviously, those guys were doing big things, like Dustin Ward. Um, and so learning the game at a very high level there. Um, and right when I graduated, you know, the opportunity to to walk into a PE and a head coaching job in Mountain View, you know, I was 20, 20 I had just turned twenty two years old, um, yeah. And and they threw me in the fire, you know. Um, it, it, I struggled. Um, I had to learn by trial and error, and I don't know any coach that doesn't learn that way. But you know, I'm still learning, still still teaching myself the the tricks of the, of the trade, I guess you can call it. But one story short, Mountain View was a uh, it's a special place to me. It, it gave me the opportunity to start at a very young age. Um, And they're also giving the opportunity to get a lot of exposure with the, uh, you know, I did uh, the the Anthony Bourdain show, Um, JD, the same guy, also did another independent film about our team. So it really gave us and the players a lot of exposure, which uh, also, you know, gave me the opportunity to start uh, talking and working for Glazier clinics um, Mm -hmm. with David Raleigh down in North Carolina. So, uh, you know, Mountview View was a a launching point, you know, and it led me to where I am today. so so yeah, uh, like I said it'll always be in, in my heart and you know I appreciate McDowell County for giving me that chance.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. You you did such a great job there. I remember we bet, I think, at a
1: seven seven tournament. If yeah, I believe right. so. I, it was it was either at I think it was at West Virginia State or Calico, Yeah, one of the two. Yeah,
0: one of those two, man. That's that's so cool. Uh, West Virginia is such a cool state for like coaches because people I feel like coaches generally get along like here. And that's I agree. A, that's different than some other places from what I've what i've gathered what are your
1: thoughts oh on that? Oh, oh my gosh um yeah i 100 agree i'm actually like I said, i'm actually in baton rouge right now um you know i spent this year at a yeah, very prestigious high school down here and uh mm-hmm. i actually work as a dean of students at another public high school here okay. and you know i kind of oh, yeah. see the two dynamics you know from a coach at one school at a private school then a dean or administrator at a public school you know you kind of see uh Mm-hmm. Little, I, don't want to say, I don't want to call it hatred, but you kind of see the jealousy, you know, you kind of see the, uh, you know, the, the, <laughs> the back and forth, you know, kind of behind the scenes type of thing. So, uh, yeah, I really, I think uh, West Virginia coaches, it's a close-knit uh, group of coaches, and, you know, I really feel like we all get along. We can all learn and grow from each other as well, so.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, oh. So talk about this past year, like, what were you doing down in Louisiana? Like, what was your role in, um, like, what did you learn, learn this past year?
1: Well, um, long story short, I was primarily I was the wide receiver coach, You know, primarily was the offensive side of the ball. You know, help with special teams here and there. But um, you know, I really got to work with the offensive coordinator in the past game. You know, we really work hand in hand. Um, he he's a guy. This past year was only his second year being an OC at the high school level. You know, yeah. he's, he's coached at the college level uh, his whole career. Uh, played ball at Texas State. You know, he was quarterback his whole career. So you know, he really brought a dynamic. To to the game or to the table that you know I was really excited to learn learn from and learn under you know and with that being said you know our head coach uh, Andy Martin he was a defensive minded guy so you know I would pick his brain every every day as well just kind of you know understand like kind of understand how he does things because you know not discrediting anything that we do you know in, uh, in West Virginia but you know here every team you play has at least one or two four or five star caliber oh, sure, athletes yeah. you know so so like the, the way they approach game planning is you know, it's, it's it's kind of surreal. Um, so with that being said, you know, just the way we, we would break down film each week, you know, and the opponent and, and how we would game plan, you know, off of the data from that opponent and, you know, to, to learn that aspect of the game, or a little bit more, I should say, you know, was very essential, very crucial. Um, also, we, we had 90 kids on our team, so we were, you know, we were a uh, running gun, we were a tempo high, you know, high pace, high volume offense, and, uh, you know, so I really learned some some tricks on on how to how to really emphasize tempo within your offense. Um, I know I'm kind of going to a different situation, different dynamic with the number of kids on the team. But mm-hmm. uh, with that being said, I still have those you know those things in the back of my in my mind, and you know, I'm excited to implement them going forward. So
0: yeah, talk about uh, your journey up to the Parkersburg Catholic, kind of how that all all went down, man. That's really cool.
1: Well, um, you know, this year, like I said, you know, I was excited to be an assistant. You know, my whole career I've been a head coach. You know. Um, even when I went to Long East for a year after Mount View, you know I was, you know I was still young. I was still trying to, you know, find my way and find what works for me. And you know I wanted to come and work underneath someone or work for a program that you know that's been there and done that. You know they this team's won two of the last four state championships. Um, you know, with that being said, um, I was you know itching. You know the season came to an end, and you know I really built a strong relationship with the with the kids in the program down here. But. You know, I knew you know, um, my fiance and I. You know, our families are are both from Virginia and West Virginia. I knew in the back of my mind that you know, eventually we wanted to you know make that trek back towards towards home somewhere. You know, and mm-hmm. um, Parker's Catholic, and I we I guess I can call it, we kind of found each other. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, we've been we've been speaking for you know uh, a couple of weeks, quite some time, and you know just kind of going through the process and. You know they really really were willing to work with me you know they understand that i'm still here in baton rouge and i have to finish the school year out and you know they will be able to come come back that way so you know i really uh really like the administration you know uh we were all on the same page you know i've, I've worked at a single day school before so you know i understand i have to share athletes and you know do a little do some things that are a little unorthodox you know in regards to you know, maintaining a, a team. You know, you never know with your numbers, um, mm-hmm. especially this year with COVID. You know, things yeah, okay, things are very yeah. difficult for a lot of people. So um, I understand there's some challenges at hand, but you know, I'm excited and I kind of I can't wait to be back. So
0: that's awesome. Man. When are you
1: coming back? By the way, when are you get back in the West by God. Well, um, if it was up to me. You know, we would we would have left last weekend, but um, sure. <laughs> unfortunately, you know, we, we can't. So uh, I'm thinking probably mid May. Okay. Um, def- definitely before June. So, you know, within the next month and a half, we'll be, we'll be back that way. So That's
0: cool, man. That's awesome. So you were talking about offensive philosophy, defensive philosophy. Talk about your offensive philosophy. What do you like to do, like, if you have, like, your roster fits, which, you know, whatever you want. Like, what, what do yeah. you like to do on offense?
1: Well, I mean, I, I love to run the football. Um, I love getting my big boys up front out of the space. Um, I love pulling my guards in the tackles. and You know, and, and putting the back behind them and going. Um a lot of people call it misdirection, but it's more of a more of smash bounce style football. Um, you know, I had a lot of success with that in Mountain View, especially, you know, isolating a receiver out there on the edge. Um, you know, it was like, my guy is better than your guy, so, you know, let's let's go. And, you know, um, as I went to Mount View – or as I left Mountain View and went to East, you know, I kind of got a little bit more dynamic in the spread game. You know, we kind of opened it up a little bit more. Um, I had a, a little bit more experienced quarterback, you know, that, that could read a little bit better. Um, so I kind of combined the two together, you know, at, at, I had a, a monstrous line a couple years at Mountview and that single year at Wyoming East, you know, we, we had all-state caliber offensive line, and, you know, I could, like I said, get those big guys out in space and body for body. Nine times out of ten, we were going to win those matchups up front. So, you know, I, just, I love running the football, Coach. Um, obviously, everybody's going to say the same thing. They, they're like a balanced offense, but, mm-hmm. you know, legitimately, you know, I love to, to run the football to open up the pass. Um, I'm a counter-trap kind of guy um you know with with a little incorporation in there but like i said it depends on personnel um i can get up there and see you know 11 certain type of kids and come out sure. with a totally different offense or defense you know it kind of just depends on what what's you know what's at hand so
0: yeah no doubt in high school we're at like mercy of our roster so i mean you have to just kind of take what you got right usually i mean that's kind of what i've always gone with what do you think about it, that
1: And I agree. You know, like I said, I I know we've uh, we've played in 7-on-7 a few times, but I know you do a good job of uh, putting athletes in in space and putting them, you know, where they need to be to be successful. And I was going to say, you know, sometimes you may have a star or stud quarterback and and nobody for him to deliver the ball to, and vice versa. You may have a receiver that can go get it, you know, but somebody can barely throw the ball 40 yards on the field. So, you know, like you said, you kind of have to morph, you know, to what you have. Um, I tell a lot of coaches that that I met down here that I work with, Um, You know, some of the best coaches are are from West Virginia, are from these smaller schools because, you know, you really have to be creative, you know, Mm -hmm. week in and week out. You know, people don't realize that, you know. Um, Down here, you know, one thing, you know, my coach and I can say this, you know, uh, because we've spoken about it a few times, but, you know, I get super frustrated sometimes because I'm like, I'm like, dude, we have like four five-star kids on defense like, like, give us two more. Give us them on offense. Literally. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, like, for, we don't have that luxury. Sometimes we, we have, you know, forty, fifty man rosters. You know, the big schools. You know, they, they have the numbers. You know, for the most part. But all I'm trying to say is, you know, it just depends on your personnel. Depends on your roster for sure. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, no doubt. That's, that's something that coming to West Virginia from Georgia, I had to learn. Like. You know, like exactly. You, you, you may have a guy like you said can spin it, but do you have anybody? Do you have anybody that can catch it?
1: Right. <laughs> you or, know what or, I mean? or protect you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. That's wild, man. So talk about like what do you like to do on defense? What's your what's your thing on defense?
1: Well, you know, uh, like I said, I I don't want to say I kind of grew up, but I kind of grew up coaching in, in the southern part of the state. You know, uh, it's you see power all day. Um, you know, playing teams. You know, they're going to stack the box offensively. They're, they're going to put a fullback or two back there, and they're going to run it back and throw like, you know, Meadow Bridge, you know, Bend the Trail, Tug Valley, those, those schools, they like to run the ball. So I'm, a, you know, coverage wise, you know, in a perfect world, you know, cover two, um, man, you know, the, the typical seven on seven, you know, if I can get away with it. But if you don't have bodies for that, then obviously you have to be safe, you know, cover three, cover four in the back end, um, depending on your, your personnel. Again, I've played a five man front, um, playing teams like Tulsa. River reviewed you know, because they're going to come out in a, in a double tight end, double wing look, and they're going to try to run down my throat. So, you know, kind of, it kind of changes week to week. You know, my philosophy is defensively, um, no matter the coverage, no matter the front, we're going to take what you what you want to do away from me. Um, you know, if you run the ball, if I think you run the ball well or run the ball better than you throw the ball, you know, we're going to try and take the run game away from you. Um, and again, that that on paper that that sounds great, but you know, actually executing that and doing it is the challenge week in week out. So. You know, just trying to trying to eliminate what, what they do best, you know, and um, execute and
0: you know go from there. Yeah, no doubt. It's, like but it's a, I think it's a fine line to where like you have a scheme, but at the same time it has to be multiple enough to where like if somebody is doing something to you or you see them potentially be able to do it, you know, on film, like you have to be able to adjust to that. What are your what are your thoughts on that?
1: Right, right, exactly. So so like with that being said, like you know, one thing we would do, for instance, if we were playing, like when I was again, I'm going to reference back to Mountain View because that's where I spent, you know, a lot of the majority of my time. So sure. we we had a young man by name uh, by of Tyon Powell. Ty was super athletic, super athletic, could play a skill position, but play defensive end. So if we were in that five man front. You know, uh, depending on if they would adjust or, or motion out. You know, for instance, like like two years ago, we played um, Oakland in the in the first round. Every play, you know, Coach Arnaud had those guys motioning you know, and Mm shifting and coming across the formation. So when, you know, when I had a player like Tyron that could kind of be stand up, put his, put his hand down on the ground, you know, we would just kind of work on these things during the week. If we seen a certain formation and they shifted out or they adjusted, whatever, you know, he would stand up, motion out, we would kind of adjust Mm -hmm. our coverage based off that. So, you know, those are just little wrinkles that we would add in throughout the week, um, you know, and just make them player specific, you know, not, not really put that responsibility on the position. We kind of put it on the player itself you know um, and just kind of go from there again that, like kind of like i said it's just being creative in, in your schemes you know um, and just kind of going from there so
0: yeah i think creativity is the big thing especially in high school like you know we all go to clinics we all want to do what like clemson's doing or alabama but we don't have those guys or the resources to like you know I don't, we don't have like the Offensive line coach is being paid a million dollars a year. So, like, we have to oh. make it work like, for what we got. You know what I mean? Like, for real. And I'm making fun of yeah. myself because I coach offensive line. No, you know, dude. Yeah,
1: like, yeah. I'm glad you you said that. I mean, that's the 100% honest to God truth. You know, people can sit here and, and say, and hey, don't get me wrong. You know, we're going to teach the game at a high level and, and teach the fundamentals like you're supposed to be. But, you know, again, if you have to tweak something to be successful that week or that game or that play, you know, obviously you, you have to do it. So, yeah, I, I appreciate you being honest because I do, you know, obviously I'm the same way,
0: 100%. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, the Steve Sarkisian clinic's great, but he's got like 10 first rounders on that office. Like, right. You know like, what I mean?
1: You, like, like oh. yeah, like you get to pick your guys, man, like from a buffet pretty much.
0: So Yeah, and we're trying to like teach guys that maybe you play football for a year or two and yeah. like, hey, man, we're going to teach you how to like block down today.
1: <laughs> you know yeah, like' i'm saying and like again like in and you're teaching how to you know what I mean, how to, how to combo or how to block down or reach or whatever it may be but you know the, your delivery may be different or the way you you know like I, I had some big some big country boys down in the south man and, and i would uh, tell those guys like you know when you pull you know kick or whatever like skip into it whatever it may be however you, whatever lingo you decide to use i would just tell them listen just open up shoot your right arm and just run, you know, just kind of just give it to them nitty gritty, you know, and uh, it kind of build off
0: of that. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yes, coach, I feel like I became a head coach at 29, not quite as young as, as you like, I feel like we get, we get the privilege of making all the mistakes uh, co- head coaches make. Cause we get to start younger. So like, talk about that a little bit. Cause that's tough. I find myself like talking to myself, like Zach, you're an idiot um because you, you're young you can make all these mistakes as a as a head coach and it's such a humbling experience for me at least
1: dude i i can't even and, that, and again that's another reason why i wanted to you know go to parkersburg cat well not wanted to go well the reason why i really decided to go because you know the principal really did her due diligence you know she really i don't want to say she she looked into every little thing but you know, she was understanding about you know the mistakes that I've made as a young head coach. You know, um, in regards to finances and purchase orders, and you know, just not communicating. You know, with, with the chain of command. You know, just doing the little things that that you learn along the way. You know, hundred um, percent. You know, and not even just the off the field management stuff, the on the field things. Oh, yeah. God, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Or whatever it mm. may be. You know, so hundred percent, man. I uh, I've been there and. I feel like a lot of the guys that's been in the game for 34 years would sit here and tell you the same thing. Like, they still, to this day, do this, do that, you know. So, I feel like it's just bad habits. It's hard to hard to drop bad habits sometimes. So.
0: Oh, no um, doubt, man. Yeah. And I wish – I told somebody when I first got the, the head job at Riverside, if somebody would have written a book and told me exactly what to do, I would have bought it no matter what the price tag. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Like, no, what? Yeah, it's house, I'm going
0: to buy that thing, <laughs>
1: And, and and literally photocopy and put it everywhere so yes. I can see it everywhere I go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody told me once that the biggest leap is from assist, is obviously from assistant to head coach because as an assistant coach, you're just a suggestion maker. Right. And then as a head coach, you make decisions, even yeah. when people have differences of opinion, and that that's hard. I mean, I I think that's 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 the most difficult part of the job.
1: It, it is, and again, that's why I wanted to kind of play that role this year. Um, you know, and I found myself frustrated this year, you know, even though I'm at a program that, you know, that trumps every program that I've ever coached for, you know, um, Mm -hmm. in regards to just, you know, exposure and you know, Nick Saban and Ed Orjon, those guys show up on to practice at this school, you know what I mean? So, like, but at the same time, you know, behind the scenes in the meetings, it's like, man, like, let's do this, let's do that, you know, and and as a head coach, it's like, all right, like, I know the back of my mind, I'm going to be able to do this or that, but, you know, this year, it's just like, uh, I can I can, I can, can give it to them and kind of hope for the best, you know, and just kind of go from there. So, you know, seeing it from both both perspectives, you know, it really opens your eyes. And, you know, now, not saying I didn't have a great relationship with my staff in the past, but now I'm really going to be able to understand, you know, where my where my assistants are coming from, you know, 9-10 uh, out of 10. So.
0: Yeah, I, I have my, um, my former head coach on here, and uh, Jonathan Guest. And it was just interesting, like, listening to him, like, being a head coach now i learned so i've learned how to just be quiet and listen
1: yes. <laughs>
0: you know what i mean yes. like i thought i had all the answers when we were going to the state championship game and then you know at riverside nitro you know we struggled some some years you know right to yeah. win a, a game or two and um but man it's to learn to, to like to as a, I mean, you step back as a head coach and you just like man think about what was it like to be an assistant or like this year when you were assistant like I'm sure like you just said, it really shapes you going forward to rethink that relationship a little bit, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, you know, and, um, and it makes you realize like what kind of staff you want to be on or what kind of staff you want to really have yourself, you know? Um, you know, so it, it's going to really help me build the guys around me. You know, I have the luxury of, of hiring guys, um, hiring my own staff, both at the high school and middle school level. So again, man, there's, there's a laundry list of things that, that you know, I really, really want to get started. So, uh, I can't. I can't wait till we can uh, make that leap, you know, so I can get going.
0: That's awesome, yes, Coach. I appreciate you coming on, man. You're you're a busy man. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom uh, with us on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast.
1: Yes, sir, Coach. Man, I appreciate you having me, man. Okay, looking forward to getting uh, together in the future as well. So.
0: Absolutely, yes, sir, Coach. We, we'll, we'll scrimmage each other the first scrimmage. That's gonna be fun.
1: Oh yeah, and uh, I was gonna tell you, you got to take it easy, man, because uh,
0: <laughs> like I said, we're a little single
1: A school again, so. It'll
0: be good, man. We got there's us, you guys, and then like Ripley. So it'll be a good okay. mix of triple A to
1: to single A. It'll be fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't wait, man.